Hello and welcome into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. Thank you for watching us on the We the Patriots USA Rumble channel and Red Voice Media, and for listening on New Hampshire Family Radio, WLMW 90.7 FM, Manchester, New Hampshire, KKVV Radio in Las Vegas, Real Talk 93.3, The Voice of Freedom in St. Louis, and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like us on your station, email us at Taryn at WeThePatriotsUSA.org. Our children are being desensitized with overtly sexual messaging from every angle on social media, society, commercials, you name it. How is exposure to this and even exposure to porn at an increasingly early age affecting our kids? And how does that lead to sex trafficking that's happening in secret that you don't even know about? Yako Buyans of a sex trafficking ministry joins us for a very important replay. Human trafficking and sex trafficking has been um, in the headlines here recently because of the new movie Sound of Freedom that has been making waves on uh, no matter where you're at in the political spectrum. Um, we have seen a lot of controversy surrounding this and the mainstream media really trying to downplay the epidemic of human trafficking. So today we are having on Yako Buyans of the Yako Buyans Ministries. He has been fighting this for a very long time when he and his family themselves experienced um, human trafficking firsthand when his sister became a victim of trafficking. He is the host of The Bottom Line, and he's going to give us some stats and really talk to us about this very real issue that is happening in a multitude of different ways. You know, whether we're talking about sex trafficking or human trafficking right now, many of you following us uh, and we, the Patriots USA, know that we have a medical kidnapping case with the Guidry family ongoing right now, which you can head to wethepatriotsusa.org to support their legal efforts to get their autistic son back from child protective services in the state of Missouri, took their child from them um, when they were doing natural remedies for his autistic care. And so he has been for weeks without his mother, his caregiver, and separated from his siblings. So this is just one of many pieces of this puzzle. Um, and I know that so many of you are wondering, why is the mainstream media trying to downplay this issue of sex trafficking and human trafficking? I think that it's a multitude of different reasons, many of which have to do with them just trying to push to the wayside sanctity of human life and how important innocence of our children is, whether we're talking about, uh, you know, abortion and um, experimental vaccines and, and things like that, pushing to the side um, the sanctity of human life, but also, you know, the LBGTQ agenda and the push for minor attracted persons and, um, you know, pedophilia and pornography and all of this um, surrounding all of this, not to mention the issues going on at our border and the fact that former President Trump had task force in place. You were seeing headlines all over the place of uh, these rings getting busted on a regular basis. And now this current administration has gotten rid of many of those efforts and um, also exasperating a lot of these human trafficking issues with just completely opening up the border. So a lot going on here. We're going to talk to Yako and we're going to get stats for you on really what's happening after we hear from our sponsors. 
This episode is brought to you by The Carnivore Bar, providing a fuel source for ancestral carnivore, paleo, and keto eaters who value their on-the-go autonomy without sacrificing quality nutrition. For 10% off, use code WETHEPATRIOTS at carnivorebar.com. That's WETHEPATRIOTS with an S at carnivorebar.com for 10% off. Where do we go from here? Because the battle has just begun. As eyes open, we continue to arm ourselves with the truth in all aspects of our lives, asking questions and relentlessly searching for answers, educating ourselves and forging a new path forward. Hear from real people faithfully pursuing freedom. This is Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA, a nonprofit 501c3 organization working to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. Yako, thank you so much for joining us today. Taryn, thank you for having me on the show and thanks for your voice. Well, thank you for your efforts and all you guys are doing um, on the ground. We were, uh, this is a rescheduled interview because you guys uh, on our originally scheduled one were rescuing someone at that very point in time. It just goes to show you, you guys really are, have your boots on the ground and your hands in all of this, helping people. Yeah, look, this is our 28th year uh, fighting human trafficking with a particular focus on child sexual exploitation. Started in 1994 for me. When my sister was trafficked, she was 12 at the time, and we were raised by a single mom, which made Ilanka a soft target and and, uh, took six years to get that life back. A lot of prayer, a lot of faith in God and, and diligence. And we've been fighting ever since. And so this has been an uphill battle in the U.S. because we are the number one nation on earth trafficking children, meaning selling American-born children. Before we even having a, a conversation about the border and what happens with children coming across the border, we're the number one consumer of sexually exploitive content and pornography. And we're also the number one nation buying sex with adults, but more importantly, buying sex with children. That is just heart-wrenching to hear. And I think a lot of people um, recognize that this is something that takes place in the world, but they don't want to admit that this is happening at such a rate here in the United States. It's a hard uh, reality for people to face. So let's talk a little bit about some of these numbers. I pulled some of the data um, off of your ministry's website. You just mentioned a little bit there. The U.S. has an estimated 500,000 victims in the U.S. trafficking rotation. Only 1% of that crime is reported. So how are you guys able to, um, you know, really help these people and get your boots on the ground when this crime isn't even reported? It's happening under the radar all the time. Yeah. In 28 years, literally working with a new, a new survivor yesterday. And and unfortunately, you know, at times not being able to help them because they don't want to help themselves. I've never met a single trafficking victim that self-identified as a victim ever in 28 years. They don't know. And you'd say, well, how can they not know they're being sexually abused? If the indoctrination is deep enough for them to understand that this is love, this is life, this is my contribution to this family, this is just how how things are. All kids do this. All kids perform sexual favors. The mindset is, you know, it's called force, fraud, coercion. It's a crime of exploiting human beings through force, fraud, and coercion. And then people say to me, Taryn, well, Yaku, how strong is coercion really? Can you really 
coerce a child to be in sex trafficking, my sister included, and not run and not scream for help because it's not kidnapping is under 2% of the cases. When a child gets kidnapped, the whole community stops. The kidnapping charge you have right now, the whole community stops because the child isn't missing. Well, what about the child that's living at home that goes to school that's performing sexual favors under forced fraud or coercion? What about that child? That child's very hard to identify. They don't self-identify. So you must over decades learn the mechanisms, the methods used by predators online and how they lure children and how they coerce children. So my answer is this, how powerful is coercion? May I remind you of 2020, they shut the world down with coercion. Coercion shut the world. Coercion shut the church down. Coercion brought fear into every business in the world, not a city. They shut down the globe. That's the power of coercion. When you couple sexual abuse with coercion, it destroys the mental capacity to to operate, to run. You, You switch a human being, a child, who's not able to process sex at all, it switches a child into survival mode 100%, right? And that's a downward spiral. So it's a very difficult crime to fight, but we can educate the American people on what it looks like, what are the signs, what are the trigger points, how do predators actually approach a child? What methods do they use? We can combat this before it happens. So we have a mindset. I lo- Tim Ballard's a close friend. I consulted early on on that script. Sound of Freedom is doing exactly what it should do. It's bringing awareness. But now what? Now what? Now that you know, number one, it's not a foreign problem. It's a domestic problem. But then what do people do? And so we have these amazing call to action elements through our film, Sex Nation, our previous film, Eight Days, or the things on our website to say, now go do this. Have this conversation with your son. Have this conversation with your daughter. Talk about this with your school principal. This is what you should ask of the school board or the superintendent about the curriculum in your child's school. Because it's all connected to do what? To desensitize the child to the concept of sex so that when the predator reaches out to the child online and asks inappropriate questions, the child's alarm bells don't go off the child engages in the conversation because the child's being desensitized, right? And so breaking news and a case update from We the Patriots USA. In what could be one of the most important medical freedom cases in our lifetimes, if not ever, in April of 2021, Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont signed into law an act eliminating religious exemptions to mandatory school vaccinations at all public and private schools in the state. This week, We the Patriots USA filed a cert petition with the SCOTUS asking the justices to hear our appeal of the second surrogate's dismissal of our religious exemption lawsuit. If four justices vote to hear our appeal, WTPUSA will be appearing before the nation's highest court as it considers for the first time ever whether a state may deny religious exemptions to vaccinations without violating the Constitution. If We the Patriots USA is victorious, this case could restore religious exemptions not only in Connecticut, but other states where they've been lost, such as California, New York, and Maine. But we need your help. Help us fuel this landmark case at wethepatriotsusa.org slash donate. 
You can't have these conversations in silos. It's all connected. Even the question of what is a woman is connected to human trafficking. Because when you attack the womb and you tell the man, you can't speak to abortion now, the defender is not on the wall. According to Ezekiel 33, the watchman is not on the wall. He's not warning. The woman is you know, relegated to fight for herself, to fight for the womb. All of a sudden, life has no value. You said that earlier. Well, if you can't defend the child in the womb, well, you're not going to defend the 12-year-old that's being raped five times a day. You know, where do you draw the lines? I think a lot of what you're speaking about, too, here, um, the topic of desensitization, which, you know, we'll hit a little bit on with in regards to pornography and how it's more rampant than ever, especially among our teen boys. And I think this, the the ideology around the LBGTQ movement, the transgender movement, uh, the minor attracted persons, how they keep pushing the envelope and how it's all very sexual wrapped in the sexual wrapping, right? You know, pride month and these parades and we see how exploitive they are and um, how perverse they are. Men walking around in public naked and things like that. It all how much has this movement of the LBGTQ really rising to prominence in our culture in the trans movement? How is much of this is playing into the issue of sex trafficking? It, it's a catastrophe. Yeah. Imagine this. Sarah is 12 years old. Sarah started talking to the wrong guy on Instagram. He told her he loved her. He earned her heart. He spoke to her vulnerabilities. Sarah sh shared an intimate image of herself with him. Do you know that 60% of American teenagers has shared an intimate image with somebody? She shared an intimate image. He's now exploiting her. He's now pressuring her. She's looking at culture yep. and culture is canceling the people who are fighting for children. He's telling her, no one's coming to save you. No one will believe you. No one has your back. This is normal. He shows her headline news. This is a real case that we have. Okay. He shows her headline articles saying, this is normal. You should be a sexual being. He shows her states like California canceling the sex offender registry. He shows her how politicians and people in social media are fighting for the right to have sex with children. He's telling her, nobody is going to agree with you. This is right. What I'm having you do is right. Culturally, they have caused sex. The LBGTQ movement firsthand has caused sex trafficking of minors to explode in our country. The same movement, the LBGTQ movement will tell you, well, you guys don't talk about trans kids. Trans kids are disproportionately targeted for sex trafficking. Yes, because you sexualize them. You did this. You desensitize them. You made them engage. You removed their, 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 their warning signals, the intuition. You did that. You are harming your own community. It's directly impacting. And the president of the United States, for that matter, is directly impacting it, not speaking to it. The open border. So think about this. Pride. Pride. Now, I don't know what you believe, Tanner, what you don't believe, but I'm going to speak freely. Pride is what got Satan kicked out of heaven. Yep. Okay. So we're going to celebrate a sin. We're going to celebrate pride for a month. And in the process, say, no, you should take your child that's four to a drag show where a grown man, right? It, yes. It, the predators are salivating. They're celebrating because they're going, you're making our job. I can reach, they can reach out to any child now that's been subject to that nonsense and they can be bold online and the child will not blow the whistle ever.
because culture is telling the child, this is normal. You're, you're the odd one out. You're wrong. They should have access to your body. You should be able to give consent. You should lie to your parents. Met the president of the United States last week, whispered to a child, don't tell your mommy. What no. grown man tells a child anything and says, don't tell your mommy. This is a movement that is demonic, but it's by design because there is a political motive, right? The end justifies the means to these people. They don't care. They will steal, rape, kill, plunder, consume, sacrifice their own. There is a political motive. Anything in between now and that political motive is fair game to them. And unfortunately, history has told us this. When you attack children and when you destabilize children through sex, like the Roman Empire, every Caesar had sex with boys. Every Caesar. It's actually why the Roman Empire fell. It's why the Persian Empire fell, the Asian Empire. The reason they banned porn in China is because it has destroyed that nation previously. They understand. They'll give us TikTok with porn, but TikTok China doesn't have porn. It is a D, it is the destabilization mechanism. You want to break a culture, you break it through sex. That's how you do it. They've done it through the attack on the family, starting off. It's been a slow process. And this is the point that we're getting to. And I just think that the desensitization of, like you said, our our innocent children to the sexualization of everything is uh, part of that end goal. It's part of all of this. And it's why so many people are, are falling a prey to this. I think a lot of parents understand that you know, they need to have safeguards online, especially when it comes to to girls. They're very, you know, if you have daughters or girls, people are are very hyper aware of that. But I want to pull up one more time your uh, data here, because I think we need to talk more about our boys now. What's going on with the pornography and all of that and how that affects our boys and plays into this uh, epidemic as well. In the U.S., the average age of pornography exposure is 8 to 11 years old, which grossly adds to normalizing child exploitation. 8 to 11 years old, these boys are being exposed to pornography via their devices. This is a huge part of all of this as well. Yeah, look, again, let's let's just talk straight talk here. Yeah. The American male buys sex. Well, then you got to ask, where did that start? Nobody wakes up in the morning, just go, I'm just today for, for sport, going to go buy sex. Yeah. It's a progression, right? Or, or, you know, so it starts with a boy being introduced to pornography. But here's what's happening now. The boy that's eight today, right? And we have 12-year-old boys we're counseling at the moment that are raging porn addicts. To the point where they are now forcing sex on children. We have three child-on-child rape cases at the moment, where the boy is no longer stimulated by seeing the porn, and porn is a drug; it's the most violent drug. He now resorts to reenacting it. So he's now taking power. He's now forcing it on somebody because the drug no longer stimulates. The dopamine hit is not high enough. Thank you for watching this best of compilation. And I want to remind you as you head into the holidays that you can gift health, breaking free 
from the system wellness not sick care over at our friends at the wellness company the medical emergency kit developed by awake doctors like dr peter mccullough and the rest of their lineup the medical emergency kit is an amazing gift it includes eight potentially life-saving medications for you to keep on hand or the gift recipient to keep on hand in times of need. It's got emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics to help keep you and your family safe. The kit also includes a comprehensive guidebook so you never have to guess how much to take or when to take it. If you're like me and you want to make sure your family is prepared for the unexpected, go to twc.health WTPUSA and use code WTPUSA to save 10% at checkout. That's twc.health WTPUSA, code WTPUSA for 10% off. Welcome back into some of the best moments recently here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson presented by We the Patriots USA. You've got to hear this next tidbit. I don't want this information to get lost. Here's what happened. In the 50s, 60s, 70s, right? I'm, a, I'm an Xer, boomers and Xers. If you wanted pornography, you needed a driver's license or a fake ID. You would go to a gas station. You would buy a book called A Hustler or a Playboy. It would be behind a black cover. Most likely, if you open that Playboy, it could be Pamela Anderson topless on a Harley Davidson motorcycle. That was the extent of it, okay? All right? Mm -hmm. Today, an eight-year-old boy is not introduced to pornography that way. The porn on average, on average, that they see for the first time is three people engaging in sex, which is called an orgy, at the same time. So it's gang rape. So this eight-year-old boy, who's never seen anything, he's never seen a woman naked. His introduction to intimacy, love, a woman, the value of a woman, the purpose, marriage, his introduction is gang rape, right? Oh, so so he's jumping, he's jumping so far down the progressive line of the drug, he's not starting at quote unquote an opioid, he's starting with a heroin needle in his arm because it's gang rape, it's not gonna sustain him. By the time he's 11, it's hardcore. By the time he's 12, he's gonna want to experience it. By the time he's 16, we got a 17 year old boy that was on my show the other day. Those lives, they're disasters. That guy's going to buy sex. And once he buys sex from a, what he thinks is a prostitute, it won't last. Then they'll go to children and they'll go to child porn. It's this progression. So for anybody watching, if you're watching porn, and I'm just being real, you are part of the problem because you're asking somebody to exploit someone else for your entertainment or your self-satisfaction. So you're demanding exploitive content, which means you're feeding the beast that results in a child being raped at the end of the day. And it's just a progression. So now it's a game of how far down the line are you and can we intercept these boys and these men early enough before they harm somebody, before they become the abuser, because hurt people hurt people. And so we have a moral crisis in America. You now have the church, many denominations are not frowning upon pornography, saying, well, it's not hurting anybody. It's hurting everybody. They don't know that 80% of the performers in porn have either filed rape cases or are actually placed there by a pimp because they're not making enough money on the track, as we call it. They don't know that 
87% of all quote unquote legal prostitutes in Nevada have filed rape cases because they're being forced to give sex. Well, they're prostitutes. No, they're human beings and a no is a no. They're forced to do this. And so, so we have to take ownership as Americans and say, okay, we created a monster. We allowed Alfred Kinsey to run amok. We allowed Hugh Hefner, we allowed Hollywood, now Miami, to produce more porn than the world can consume. We've now got, you know, a, a third of our Gen Zers producing pornography on themselves, distributing it. Internet, the Family Watch Foundation just released that 67% of the self-produced porn by children are distributed on third-party websites. So, so this is where we are. And then we want to ask a question as if it has validity, like, well, what is a woman? Come on, man, please. I mean, we're in a crisis. It is 100% a crisis. And, um, you know, I had trans man Scott Nugent on my show uh, a week and a half ago. We were talking about the chance that they were having at the pride parades. You know, we're coming for your children. He is, he was a part of that movement at one point in time. And he said, yes, they are coming for your children yeah. and they're doing so in many different facets and many different ways. And, um, you know, girls are not exempt from this pornography that we're, we're talking about. I have a friend yeah. who is in a Christian band who, you know, found Jesus and saved herself from the thrones of uh, throngs of, of pornography. She, as a little girl, Googled Disney princesses mm -hmm. and saw, horrific images and became addicted to looking at those things and she like was that. saved by jesus quick. just like that yeah yeah very quick because it's a mm -hmm. remember and I, and I explained it look my background's medicine that's what i went to school for sure. right so i take what i know in medicine and how the human brain physiologically mm -hmm. how we function what happens in the brain when i move my finger how does that message travel what what happens you have sex hormones as a human being when you're when you're born that are dormant they're dormant until puberty. That's what puberty is. The body's waking up, right? The body's mm -hmm. waking up. It's starting to produce the sex hormone. It now and the body's changing. A woman's body changes dramatically through puberty. Well, the average sex traffic victim in America is 12 through 14 year old, years old, 97% girls. Why? Because the predator knows when her body is going through this change, she becomes what they would call sexually awakened, where she's starting to notice, boy, she feels feelings and emotions. I mean, it's, and it's a perfect time to strike because she's confused. Well, what if, we could, what if we could accelerate the timeline? What if we could sexualize them at seven or with you know, gender queer or lawn boy or comprehensive sex at two 10 year olds? What if, can you and Alfred Kinsey prove that you can? You can actually force the body five, six, seven, to start producing a sex hormone, but it's not what God intended. The brain can't handle it, but you can't turn it off. So once it's turned on, the body is now demanding dopamine to match the sex hormone. The body is producing the desire for sexual content. So what happens to an eight-year-old boy when he sees gang rape or he sees a woman and a man, you know, in, in, in an intimate, you know, scenario, whether it's, whether it is romantic or violent, it rapidly charges his need for that dopamine. But he's seven. He is. Why do you think they're doing puberty blockers? 
Puberty blockers are not just for gender transition. Puberty blockers are there to block the chemical component in the brain also one that's sexualizing the child because they know it's a cytostorm in the brain. There's a storm in that child's brain going off. And yes, they are confused because you confuse them. You turn on a switch in their body that was not supposed to be turned on but by God at the right time. And now it's on. And the predators go, this is fantastic. We can, this is a free for all now. That is, I, I'm so glad you brought that point up about the puberty blockers, because I think we think about it so much from the medical standpoint and how much it's harming kids from the medical standpoint. But, you know, you're right. It is, it's harming them, you know, from a mental and emotional standpoint as well. Uh, yeah. You're a woman. Mm-hmm. How much do your hormones play into your psyche, your emotional condition? How, how yeah. much? Uh, every day. Every, every, every. day. Yeah. So, so if there's one thing, if I'm going to break you as a human being, like you break a horse and you can through force, fraud, coercion, I must mess with your wiring system. I must mess with your hormones. I must come in there and manipulate and alter. And you're not of right mind, of right emotion. You, you're not able to be on sure footing, balanced as a human being to make sound decisions as an adult. That would be all. what happens to women with a thyroid problem. Look, come on. This is not rocket science. Well, what happens when you do it to a seven, eight, nine year old girl that has no experience, that doesn't understand intimacy, that does not read intent, mind you. We have a hard time as adults in the dating relationship for me as a marriage, as a husband. Sex is complicated enough between a husband and a wife. Okay. To now tell a seven year old, you need to know who's a predator and who's not online. And they're really not predators. They want, and they should be, and you should be allowed to give consent. And you know what? You should take naked selfies. There's Cosmopolitan or Teen Magazine giving a 10-page spread on how to take the perfect nude selfie for, for 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds, right? You should exploit yourself. It's, it's liberation. It's your woman's right. You know what? Start an OnlyFans page. Sell yourself like a piece of furniture because this is women's liberation. No, it's not. It is demonic. It's exploitation. All of it plays into sex trafficking, the trafficking of persons by forced fraud and coercion. You are 100% correct on all of that. And thank you for breaking that down. In our last few minutes here, let's talk about what can we do now, especially for parents that were listening to this conversation. And we're talking about all the issues that of our children being desensitized. Uh, what are some solutions and things that parents should be doing? A couple of things, please follow us on Instagram. The channel is 100% used to inform parents and give them power, right? So yaku.voins. And secondly, go to our website, help JBM, Juliet Bravo, Mike, help jbm.org. Go to the resource section and start educating yourself, mom and dad. Learn. Learn how predators operate. Learn how to have the conversation with your son who's struggling with porn. Use the resources to help your husband get out of porn. Your son. Learn how to fortify. We have a campaign called Save a Child Before They Need Rescue. We can save children. You will never stop sex trafficking by just rescuing kids. We have to stop demand. We have to... Build a Christ identity in a girl's heart at 7, 8, 9, 13. 
listen to some predator online who wants to exploit her or give her an identity. And then fathers, engage. Engage. You must engage. Remember, we're not our children's friends. We're their parents. We are to set boundaries. And that's tough, I know. But we are. But they can go to our website. They can learn how to address their school principal, their, their school board, state school board, the superintendent. They can learn of the 185 books we now have on our website that should not be in your child's school. They can learn what to do if a teacher does speak into a classroom about his sexual preferences. What actions can the parent take? We arm the parents action items, things they can do today to fortify their own family and then hopefully their community. Do you have any resources? I actually just had um, a parent come to me. Their school board put in a bathroom policy, a transgender bathroom policy. She's very, they know that there are girls going into the boys' bathroom. Her son is going to be a freshman. And rightfully so, she's worried about him seeing things that he's not ready to see yet at a school, at a school in that setting. Yeah. So what we do is I, we write a lot of policy. I think we tracked and, and spoke into 144 bills in this last legislative session, and we drafted six of them that passed. And the bill we wrote for Oklahoma with Kevin Stitt, the governor, was a bill to remove sexual, sexually exploitive content from all curriculum. But in there also is the issue on bathrooms and, and the separation from, from that sexual perspective of boys and girls. What they can do on our website is they can go look at policies that passed in other states, and they can take that policy and they can go to their school principal and say, look, here's the data. If you do this, rape is on the rise in classrooms. Richards in Texas, three boys raping a 14-year-old boy because we've sexualized a, 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 quote, trans kid going into the girls' bathroom and forcing himself on the girls. This is happening across the country. So when they know, okay, it happened somewhere else, here's the case. Here's the law to protect it. Then it arms the parent to be educated in that conversation they're about to go have because they're about to step into a war. I mean, it's a spiritual war. It's a battle. So as they educate themselves, they are more articulate in their conversation and then just reach out to us. If there's a condition where they go, look, I need help with X, we will find the resource for that family. If we don't have it, we will point them in the right direction because for us, it's one child at a time. Every child matters. We fight for every single child. So uh, thank you, Darren, for this. And I know I'm being verbose, but there's so much to, to, to discuss here. Thank you for tuning in to this best of episode as we head into the holidays. I want to make sure and remind you to go to shotdead.org and view our recent documentary. You need to stand up for the kids because it takes everyone. That is a quote from the film, from Father Ernest Ramirez, who lost his 16-year-old son five days after the Pfizer shot. See how his heartbreaking story weaves together with other stories from parents who have lost their babies and their children to this shot at shotdead.org. And we are currently battling censorship. They have tried to censor this film. They took it off YouTube immediately. They are shadow banning us across social media and even a little bit on Rumble. So please, the biggest thing that you can do for us this Christmas season is to share. Just simply share shotdead.org. Take out your phone right now. Text the website to a friend and have them watch it. Please help us save the kids.
No, I appreciate it. I could talk to you for hours because this is just such a deep issue with so many tentacles um, in Hollywood, politics, our everyday lives, just the many ways that we have got, there are many ways and reasons we've gotten to this point. And, um, you know, right now it just seems like we're being attacked um, from every direction. And you're very, you're spot on with this as being, this is a spiritual war. And, um, you know, parents now more than ever have to put on the armor of God and and face this head on. So I so appreciate this. I know that we're going to hopefully try and team up a little bit and do some work with the Patriots Please. USA and uh, Jacob Buyan's ministries as well and everything you guys are doing. We will put links to all of your social media channels and resources in our show notes here. Yako, thank you so much. I, I think we're going to work together, hopefully moving forward. Uh, you've got our commitment to walk with you. We're so thankful for you and for what you do. I appreciate you very much, Dan. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. If you enjoy our content, prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation at wethepatriotsusa.org so we can continue to power the education arm of our mission that also extends to work to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. God bless and thank you from everyone here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. We the Patriots USA does not endorse or recommend any product or service advertised on this program. We the Patriots USA is not a healthcare provider and cannot provide medical advice or treatment.